the end of the day saw them both landing on the steps of the side of the school, soaking up the rare sunshine while they waiting for Kieran to come around and pick Naomi up. So how was your second day? Emily asked as the sounds of the school behind them started to dwine. Naomi leaned back on her elbows and turned her face towards the sky. Rather less eventful than my first one, she answered, and Emily joined when she chuckled. But then again, I managed not to knock anyone over today. Well done, Emily dryly. I do what I can, Naomi answered in the same tone. Emily's heart did a wonderfully light dance inside of her chest. This was nice, sitting on the sun and talking to Naomi, being light and playful. She wouldn't mind doing this for a while. After a couple more minutes of teasing Naomi, of teasing Naomi asked her to describe the group to her. There was such a wistful quality to the blonde's voice that Emily would have done anything she asked. But this was easy. She was just describing Katie when she interrupted. Emily! She looked over to her right to see one of the boys from her history class running over at full kilter. Slow down, Marcus, she told him as he skidded to a stop in front of them. I'm not going anywhere. What's the rush? He scratched the back of his head and blushed. Sorry, just didn't know if I missed you or not. Do you have the history notes from today? I forgot to wondering if could copy yours. It's hard to remember to take notes when you're asleep. She teased him gently and he, he blushed harder. Long night, he mumbled. Probably came to pay you back. Emily rolled her eyes good naturally and took the notes out of him anyway. Just keep them back tomorrow, she said as she handed them to him. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Thanks, Emily, he smiled brightly at her. You're a lifesaver. Tomorrow, I promise. And then he was off again, probably to practice whatever sport had him sleeping through the second day of school. Judging by the shoes dangling off the back of his backpack, he was going. she was going to guess rugby. Sorry, she apologized to Naomi immediately. The blonde was looking towards her with a strange smile, tugging up the corners of those very kissable lips. Where were we? Let's see. Naomi held up her hands and took them off. Elizabeth Stoneham likes to be called Effie, brunette, tall, mysterious, Katie Fitch, loud in voice and in clothes, James Cook likes to be called Cook, a male version of Katie with words tasting clothes and a very tasting woman. Emily threw back her head and laughed loudly. That's pretty accurate, she agreed. And you, Naomi said, Emily Fitch, quiet and smart and beautiful. Emily, who had just been taking her sketchbook out of her bag, dropped the whole lot in surprise and almost stopped over the side of the steps with it. What? She even spurred, trying to regain her bearings. What? How do you even... What? Marks, Naomi said, waving her hand in the general direction that the boy had been standing. Did you know that when you talk to someone, your tone of voice changes depending on how you view them? Her smile grew. Marcus thought you were very beautiful, and you made him nervous. Oh, Emily felt a little, a little ridiculous now. Besides, Naomi shrugged and went back to her predisposition of arms back, face to the sky. Someone like you, Emily? You're spending a lot of time helping someone you barely know. You've got to be beautiful. Oh, and the blush was back.
It's not a problem, she mumbled. She didn't even know when Naomi heard her. Heard her. And besides, it wasn't completely altruistic anyway. Not when just being around Naomi made her feel higher than Kai. It's still nice, Naomi said in a tone of voice that broke no argument. Emily just stopped him, opened her book to a blank page, and looked over at Naomi. How in the world was it possible for someone to be that effortlessly gorgeous and not even be aware of it? Katie always had magazines lying around and billboards were plastered all over Bristol. Beautiful people were everywhere. You saw them all doll up in makeup and makeup and airbrushing and wrapped up in expensive clothes. And Naomi Campbell blew them off out of the water, just leaning against some step on side of school with her legs stretched out and the sleeves of her jumper rolled up to her elbows. Almost without orders from her brain, Emily's hand started to move, her pencil recreating the lines of Naomi's body on the paper in front of her. On the formerly blank page, Naomi herself sprang to life under Emily's careful application of hand to paper. The shadows her glasses threw over her face, the way her right leg titles slided to the side, and the, line, and the line of her jaw as it connected to her neck. Why are you staring at me? Emily had to force her hand to remain steady and not ruin the drawing. Sorry, she apologized quickly. I'm not, I mean, well, I am. Can you tell that? Yes. Now Miss Head was cooked to the side, and Emily sighed a little because now the bus was completely abandoned. I am... Um, she reached up and unconsciously scratched the back of her neck very similarly to what Marcus did earlier. I'm not being a stalker or anything, she said. Except you totally were here. Have more stalker points. Have all the stalker points. I was drawing you. Oh, was it also if Emily couldn't help but watch the way Naomi's lips moved when she formed that word? Do you want me to move my head back the way it was? Even as she was asking the question, Naomi was already carefully moving back to the way she had been lying before. Emily blinked in surprise. You don't mind? She asked. She hadn't actually meant to start drawing Naomi. It was just a reaction. She saw something beautiful and she wanted to capture it. She drawn her friends enough times that the whole group had become well used to sticking if they noticed Emily with her sketchbook in hand. As long as you're not drawing me with words or anything, Naomi said half seriously. Then, Emily snapped her fingers. There goes my first sketch. Naomi snorted. Very amusing, she said. You know I can tell if you're telling the truth or not? Emily felt a little chagrin. chagrin. Never, she said firmly. I promise only Katie gets words. As if her name had summoned her, Katie burst out of the doors and her face lit up when she saw Emily. She shoved her way over and plopped down in a way that Katie had of inserting herself into the space. Are you having a party on Friday? She said immediately. Was that a question or were you just informing me? Emily asked acerbically. Now, Miss Merck, I figured we do it on Friday so the house will be all right by the time Mom and Dad got home on Sunday. Invite whoever you want. Katie was already gathering her stuff up again. What were you two chatting about down here? The way her twin was eyeing the two of them suspiciously made Emily wonder whether Katie was oblivious to her 
having a crush on Naomi as she thought she was. Katie did tend to notice these things and Emily hadn't exactly been subtle about it. I just found out that Emily is an artist, Naomi offered. She frowned like she just thought of something and turned her head towards Emily again. Are you very good? I'm alright, Emily said with a shrug. She's brilliant, Katie refuted. Switch flipped immediately to proud sister mode. She looked down and noticed the drawing on the page for the first time. I mean, bloody hell, Ems. That looks like a photograph. Emily studied the picture in her hands with a critical eye. It did have a lot of detail for the short amount of time she'd been drawing. She'd wanted to capture everything about Naomi in it, but she couldn't still, still see the flaws. The bits of the drawing she hadn't finished or places she thought she could have done better. Why brag when I have Katie do it for me? She said instead of addressing the calm, the claim to her talent. Katie shook her head, but she was used to Emily being obstinate about her drawings. Whatever, you're bleeding. Get used to it. And I guess you're invited Friday, Naomi. She said as parting shit. Emily shook her head in an uncanny mirror of her sister. You're coming, right? She asked as she parted Kiran pulling up out the corner of Kerai. Also, Kieran is here. Naomi looks surprised. Coming where? She asked. The party, Emily said in a very dull voice. I'm going to have to have it at my house. I might as well make sure people I actually enjoy having around are going to be there. Was that the faintest heat of a blush that Emily detected on Naomi's face? The shadows from the sun and her glasses made it difficult to tell. After a minute, she shrugged and said, Sure. Kiran beeped and Naomi's head swung around towards the sound. She grinned at Emily, another one of those heart-stopping smiles. Thanks again, Emily. Same time tomorrow? Same bad time, same bad place. Emily agreed and was rewarded with a happy laugh. She waited until Naomi was safely in Kiran's car before she gathered up her things and started to walk towards where her sister will be waiting for the bus that will take them home. About halfway there, a thought hit her, and she stopped so suddenly, the person behind her actually walked into her and kissed her out. She ignored them all in favor of the earth-changing realization had just hit her like a punch to the gut. She wasn't just crushing on Naomi, she'd fallen, hard and then quickly. Oh, this was going to be a problem.